Okay, welcome Charlene to No Excuses Real Inspiration with Scott Marshall. So we're here today to find out about your fitness journey. Um, so for the audience and the viewers, just give a wee brief introduction of who you are and what you do, please. Thank you. Thanks very much for inviting me onto this. Um, it's, well, um, my name's Charlene and I've been kind of in fitness exercising for probably the past, seriously, for about 15 years. So um, I currently work in the legal industry, so I've got quite a challenging kind of busy job um, that I've been kind of working kind of non-stop trying to fit in fitness. But my interest in fitness, probably maybe why Scott's asked to see, um, I lost 10 stone over quite a short period of time. Um, so I'm probably going to talk about that, but also COVID and then putting some of that weight back on and then trying to get it back off again. So it's it's been... Anybody that ever loses weight will tell you it's never a kind of static line. Everything's always just kind of up and down. And that has very much been my story for the past kind of couple of years. So I just think it's something that viewers might, you know, they might be quite interested in and hearing the challenges, I suppose, that come with that because it's a, it's a massive amount of weight, but it, it came at quite a, a big price, which is, it's, that's quite the interesting part of it, I suppose. So, yeah. hi. Okay. So we're going to go right back to your school years, Charlene. Um, what sort of activities were you involved in then? Right, so I um, I only got bigger when I was actually an adult. I was very sporty, so um, I competitively swam for about 10 years from basically the age of about seven right up to I was about, in fact, longer than that until I was about 16. So um, me, my brother and my uncle were all competitive swimmers and eventually ended up filing for the Scotland squad. So I was actually quite credibly fit at some point in my life. I was in the netball team for school, you know, I attempted running very briefly, but that was a bit of an epic disaster, because I think you can either, you, I'm just not a runner, I'm never going to be a runner, so, and the girls are like this, but when, like, your chest comes in, running's really hard for you, so, you know, that kind of killed that as well, so, yeah. um, you're saying I, but you don't know the struggles, you know, <laughs> you're a teenager with boobs, my God, um, but, so I, I, no, I was really, really active um, right up until I left school. So, okay, it's always loved fitness. Yeah, okay. And then, obviously, did you ever have any challenges growing up at all? Haha. <laughs> so, when I left school, um, very bizarrely, my dad disappeared. So I was scheduled to go to. I, I kind of done my exams and everything. Scheduled to go to uni and had quite a clear path, you know. Um, and literally my dad disappeared. So it was like me, my mum and my younger brother, who's five years younger than me. So I had to kind of abandon everything and just start working. So it yeah. was that in itself was probably, you know, our whole life, everything about us, you know, we nearly lost our house. Um, it was just something like that when you're so active and you're so like, just just to have basically, it was kind of your whole life kind of whipped up underneath you, which... You know, eventually the police did find them, which was very bizarre. But that's so that's probably the biggest challenge, and that's yeah. probably where it will lead in a kind of where my weight issues probably started because that in itself, like getting to get weird police steps in a house, like you know, it was one of these bizarre things when you register a family member as a missing person, you're the first suspect, your family are the first suspect. So right. it was just a very stressful, very challenging period when I left school. Um, and obviously to get through any kind of work, I'd had part-time jobs, you know, you do when you're at school, but I was very, you know, sports orientated and like my activities after school, I used to swim before and after school and stuff, you know, so having that kind of been tossed into you actually need to get a full-time job um, was quite, quite bizarre. When you see all your pals kind of going after uni or go to college or whatever, it was um, quite a challenge is, yeah. is what I'll say. Okay. So let's let's talk about your, your journey then. So let's talk about how you actually got involved with fitness and within adulthood. So just, I think it was probably a stress thing. So, you know, you're just, I was working, I had like, at one point I had two and three jobs. So I, my eating was terrible, I couldn't really cook. You, I went through kind of having quite a controlled diet to, you know, you're just grabbing food when you can. And it was quite, catastrophic how quickly I put on weight um it was just as if I don't know if it was a hormone thing you know and maybe you could kind of pinpoint went to doctors and everything but I literally ballooned probably from my early 20s and it's your whole life it was being somebody who is who was so active to basically weighing 
double your body weight. Um, and it just, you know, that way I'm the kind of person, like, I'm never, it, it never stopped me in a sense. And I thought it never stopped me kind of doing anything, but actually it controlled my entire life. Like every, every aspect of my life kind of came back to weight and how probably how others perceive you, how, um, and what kind of hit home is as the weight went up, you know that yourself, like the heavier you get, the more stress you're going to have on your body just across, you yeah. know, that's just a natural consequence. Mm-hmm. And I, we, I went to, I went to Alton Towers with like my pals, um, my, my partner at the time, and I went to go on the, it was like a brand new ride, the air ride. So anybody knows Alton Towers, right? And this was probably, I never really bothered my weight, like getting clothes and stuff, you know, you, you could manage, but I was kind of, you, when you're used to always being the biggest the bigger person or the funny pal or whatever but that kind of I went to go on that ride and couldn't fit in the seat Could, they couldn't get the security harness kind of around me and I got asked to leave the ride and my pals were all like I was absolutely mortified I could have died honestly like yeah. that was the point when there was actual a real impact to just purely because I was bigger than everybody else yeah. and when I say bigger at this point I was nearly I was 28 stone but to put that into that's like 380 odd pounds so you think of that even I didn't think I was that big. You don't look at yourself and think you're that big, but clearly, you know, yeah. I literally ran away, went into the toilet and cried. And my pals were like, no, no, we'll come off, we'll come off. And I was like, nah. So I went to the doctor's when I went back and it was like, it was my early 20s and he, and he sent me, you know, <coughs> you're not going to survive until you're 40. You're not going to make your 40th birthday because the way, like, at that point, my blood pressure was okay, but it started to kind of rise. So for me, fitness was just, I, I actually don't want to die and, and as stupid as that sounds like so dramatic it's so young there was a real feasibility because my pre-diabetic scores kept getting up you know my blood sugar level was rising just because my diet was that poor yeah. and we had like a, I had a hereditary kind of heart issue in my family as well so my granda who was fit as a fiddle died at 65 dropped down to a heart attack and it was literally instantly and it was just at the back of my head that always kind of worried me but when you're young you're not really thinking this stuff like that you're just like hmm so trying to go to the gym for the first time is weighing, you know, 27 and a half stone. And that in itself would be like, I'm no, I'm no like a, you know, I'm a very confident person. I always have been regardless of what my size was. So stuff like that didn't bother me until I went into a body pump class. So I thought that's a good idea, Charlene. You know, you're a big, massive person. Go and jump about in a body pump class, you know, back in the day. And what kind of shocked me was, and this this was a real, and you still get this, and this is the thing, this is, I want people to listen that, you know, you can kind of go over this because fitness can be really cruel as well as it can be an absolute lifesaver for people. You know, it's cliquey, it's, I went into a class where I was terrified because I was just like, look at the state of me. You can't really get gym clothes to fit either. So it was like, you're wearing kind of another kind of, back then, you know, there's a lot more accessible sizes, but back then it was like, I was wearing men's t-shirts and stuff just to, kind of fade in yeah and these two girls and I'll never forget it like you're standing in my place and I'm like it's an open hall you know obviously there's this etiquette about people who've got certain spaces and yeah. and that that was me like I'd never ever that's the first and last time I've ever done one of these classes because it was just like this is stressful enough never mind this crap and you know what I mean? you just you always feel somebody's watching you or and it, it's the, it's the age-old thing like you get people laughing or taking the piss and it's like you're actually laughing at me trying to perk myself in this gym which you know so starting fitness at that side is kind of a mind screw as well because you're like even getting over what people said you know it it was crap and it was what it was but I was there to kind of help myself you know and you've got to kind of bounce out the background noise so the next week I stupidly decided to go to a spin class which again you know when, when you're a bigger person you're always worried is this seat going to hold me that's the kind of thing like but yeah. for a bigger person for fitness you're always thinking you're thinking of the mechanics anywhere you go can I fit through that space can I can I seat hold my weight you know that is before you've even done your kind of oh I'm going to do something you've already had about 100 things running through your head um so it's very stressful being a bigger person as well now I can only speak for myself. I don't know how other people feel about that, but everything's calculated. Everything is really planned. And I've met one of my best pals to this day. She was a girl in a spin class. And do you know that way she just came up right away, all friendly, like you're doing brilliant. I thought I was going to die. I'd done the class, right? It was a 60 minute class. And I swear to God, I actually thought I was going to die. And do you know that way, like 
I couldn't I couldn't even walk coming off and, and she came out to kind of help me and she's been one of my best pals to this day because she was kind. And yeah. that right there was such a big impact um because being sneered at and people do laugh and joke I mean they really do like that's I don't know why I don't know what the motivation is you know what does it achieve but having that wee kind of thread of kindness was that's and you know yourself once I started seeing results I ended up turning into you know it was like the first week I actually started because the exercise this is the thing for me the exercise was never the problem I love exercising it's addictive and yeah. I became obsessed with it and, and that's another thing like to realistically have a success like that you have to be obsessed with it you have to it has to consume every like I had a busy job you know I was studying I went back to study and so I had a busy job I was studying full-time and I never missed my two-hour gym sessions they were scheduled in every day even if it was just stretching or a swim but for me that was the I seen the results and as a result but where it, where it kind of got harder was the weight fell off once I started kind of moving my diet. And it's so true what they say. It's totally 80% diet, 20% exercise, because I was always of the mind that you can't exercise. You can, you can out-exercise a bad diet. I'd done that for years and years. And it'd be like, I'd have my Chinese, I'd have whatever, and just binge eat. And then I'd go to the gym and do back-to-back three spin classes. I yeah. ended up, when I was losing weight to the full kind of chunk, I did six spin classes a week. And two of them, two of the classes were double. And so, it, and it was just the, like, you know yourself, like exercising is just, it's like the happy bug. And when you started seeing the results, it was just, my biggest victory for me losing weight originally was walking into top shop and getting a size 12 t-shirt because that was just, I had never been that size to when I was a teenager. You know, that's, yeah. that was like the victory. Um, and it's just you know yourself like covid happened and you didn't really have access to stuff for kind of um so it's fitness has been a kind of mixed bag for me because it literally it saved my life in in all aspects of that that my heart rate came down you know everything all my my medical stuff everything ended up being um and because i kept getting tested it was just like within the space of even losing 10 percent of your body weight my my actual um, medical data was just ridiculous because the doctor was like that. You've literally just reversed, you know, 10 years of this terrible. So it, it's, to me, it's just, it's a way of life. It's a, it, it lets me, it's my kind of calming mechanism, I suppose, because the gym's your happy place. And it's, it's to me, just as important as going to work. It's important as your family time. It's, um so I, I don't know if I went off at probably about 10 tangents there, but... No, nah, no, nah, that's so good. So, no, you're right. It's important, like, uh, brushing your teeth. That's that's how I would uh, put it mm-hmm. in that context. So <clears throat> you mentioned uh, COVID, the pandemic. So how did you cope through that, Charlene? Well, I was really lucky. I don't mean lucky because this is kind of... It's obviously a horrendous thing that's happened, but the kind of job I've got, we kind of get the heads up. It was going into lockdown. So I was able to get like an assault bike for my house two days before it went into lockdown. Yeah. So I could slow, I got kit quick enough. Um, don't get me wrong, like I, I weight train, that's my kind of thing. So you're not going to be, I've not got a big enough house that I can have a full weight rack. And I know people ended up buying stuff like that. So because again, the kind of job I had at the time, I worked nonstop through lockdown and I was studying. So really for me, as horrendous as it was, I didn't really, like, a year passed, and it was, the training was terrible, like, I'm not going to lie, as much as I had, like, the cardio stuff, and I'm very kind of mentally resilient, so stuff like that, you know, being in the house all the time was kind of great, because yeah. it was just the same four walls, and the one thing they kept saying, you go for walks, I hate walking, like, it's the most pointless thing in the world, and I know that people were like, oh my god, you know, but honestly, like, walking just holds no... You know, you're walking around your street. I stay in an all right area, but there's bits of it that I'm not going to go at night. You know, like it's <laughs> and how many times can can you go and walk in the same area in a year? Like, aye, you know, so, listening to the so and you're seeing the same people all the time as well. So it's just like I really don't want to talk to you just now, and I'm going to have to have a chat with you again. So <laughs> it's I, I took no pleasure in the whole go for a walk. You know, um, aye. You can only push yourself to, like, I signed up for every, like, Apple, 
bloody gym, you know, every stupid class that I could find on YouTube. And you're jumping about your living room like a maddie, do you know what I mean? That, that was probably... <clears throat> um, but for me, the big thing was I was all right because my work was so busy and I really didn't have time to actually sit and think. Everything was so condensed that, yeah. you know, it, and that was me right up till May this year. So it, it's in, in May this year, once I'd finished and, and graduated, I decided to set a business up just on the side and that's kept me busy. So as much as lockdown has been horrendous, like I've been really lucky. My family have all been okay. Um, I managed to travel this year a few times, which was good. Um, so I, it was more just like, see, sitting, eating, because yeah, you've, you've got takeaways. So where you would only maybe have one or two, I, I know I'm saying that even I still have one or two takeaways a week, which is bad, but like if something that was going into like four times a week sometimes or for your lunch or even the bits yeah. like at the early days now when you were kind of queuing up to get into supermarkets <clears> and stuff and you're just thinking to yourself, like, it, convenience was just such a blessing during COVID. And it was, you know, I dread to think how much I spent on Just Eat or... Yeah, totally. Or, um, and that's a goldmine. Whoever owns that, you know, must have just been like, we know there's going to be a pandemic. Boom, everyone's going to need to use this. Horrendous <laughs> app that you should delete, but... Um, yeah, no, totally. Um, no, what, no, what you say there, um, people don't actually take into consideration how much they spend on Just Eat. <laughs> honestly and it's like the fee the delivery I was scared I, I added it up for a couple of months and I could have went to San Francisco on holiday that's what I'm going to say so right okay <laughs> that's why I put on extra weight so I you know I'm shaming myself on okay. podcast and, uh, just to say that and hopefully you've deleted that now I no no okay <laughs> okay okay Ooh, I, well, I shall not tell lies um so let's talk about how how do you fit your fitness routine into such a busy schedule with your jobs? Because I got up at the crack of dawn. Crack so, of dawn. So unfortunately, I'm still working from home. Um, I'd hope to kind of be back in the office maybe. But you, obviously you've seen, you know, there's the new variant and stuff. So yeah. I've, my whole training's fucked in its head because I, I used to be, I hated morning training. I'm so productive. Like my brain works perfectly in the morning. I'm a, That's when I got all my big tasks done. Yeah. And I would like to work or study first thing in the morning because that's when, you know, it, like I work. So yeah. I would always train at night time. Um, <clears throat> and just because, just for convenience, like my gym, another thing I had to kind of make it easier is have multiple gym memberships so that wherever I was working, I always had access to a gym. Yeah. And I know that sounds excessive and, you know, but for me, it was an absolute necessary where, I'm not, I don't drink either. So what I would, what I would see is, is like, People that would go in a night out and spend that in drink, I spend that in gym memberships. So right. because it, you, it making it easy, you can make a hundred excuses not to do something, but I right away I just kind of not like if I was in, if I need to go to Edinburgh or whatever, you know, I've got a gym in the north of Glasgow that I can go to. Yeah. I can't tell some of them to be fair when lockdown because you don't need them, but it's for me getting up at the crack of dawn, getting to the gym, and then you know by nine o'clock I'm done. And then that's me right into work. So, so it's it's. And to me, I said that earlier. It's like this is a necessary. This is me. You know, exercising is a privilege, and uh, it's okay. you. To me, it's like you know that I feel guilty. I don't mean that, but I've got a kind of strange injury just now, and my training's had to kind of adapt because of it, and it's it's killing me because it's like my normal routine's totally out for the count, and it's okay. like trying to train around that and. You know, it's it's just it's kind of that's how important that is to me because it can actually if you if you dedicate the time and you're disciplined enough, you know, you get results. Like there, there's no, absolutely. Um, um, obviously, you know, people say you know, um, a lot of people um, will jump off the bandwagon after a month um, and no seeing results, but it takes months. It takes years to you know, see actual proper results um, through consistency. Um, and I always say to my clients, it's a mile at a time. You know, it's my life's a marathon, no a sprint. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. When you look at weight loss, and this is the thing, you see all these fads and it's like you'll get something in a month or uh, I literally lost 10 stone and it took me 18 months, right? And that sounds mental, but that is regimented diet. 
you know, that was, and again, I never used any, like people can use fat burners or one, I had a terrible coach. Um, and I mean, like, because again, I'm a big kind of advocate that if you don't know something, pay people who do know, you know, yeah. that that's the thing. And the relationships kind of go to work both ways. So I've tried every PT, every coach, every, because when one thing you will plateau eventually and you need a fresh pair of eyes on what you're, what you're up to, you know, so, yeah. but I had this maniac and he is a maniac that, the way that he kind of trained me um, and the way I was kind of following a regimented this crazy diet, it was like you, you had, I'll, I'll do something in 14 days with you. And I'm like, this is, this is crazy. You know, and he's like, you, you're not losing weight quick enough. So here's a fat burner. So I tried a fat burner and I, on it, I thought I was having a heart attack, honestly. So I, we, we discovered with me taking this only one time as well um, yeah. that, I have a very low tolerance to accelerance and I ended up having to go to hospital. So that fucked me up and sorry to use, but that, that yeah. is literally like a coach that would say that to you or, um, and I'm, I'm putting my trust in, like paid a lot of money for this. And, and, and the guy was a sham. Like that's, that's the only best way I can kind of, yeah. and it's very dangerous actually. No, I've kind of learned as I've, as, you know, cause I've been doing it for years and I know what works. It's, it's having somebody maybe, you know, to, to look at your food, reevaluate if something's not working. But once I kind of started challenging this guy, uh, because obviously I ended up in hospital because that's how bad it was. Um, yeah. And then it was just like, no, I'm a trouble client. And I'm like, well, that's, so you have to be, people need to be quite careful with that as well. You got a lot of people, the fitness industry is very saturated with people that, you know, you might have done a certificate or whatever, and it's not, but you're putting people's health in your hands. And that's really important to me. Like anybody that's looking at weight loss, like, Anybody that promises you anything is a quick fix, they're full of rubbish because yeah. it takes years. And as quick as that, I lost that much weight. In lockdown, <laughs> probably over the two years, 30 pounds on every year. So I'm now in my new phase where I'm trying to get back to the lowest weight, which was like, I think I got down to like two, 218 was my lowest. Yeah. So it, quick fixes, even as regimented as I was, um, to have that kind of discipline, the minute you variant one wee bit yet the weight just comes back like I'm obviously just somebody that puts weight on and I kind of need to work around that but yeah it's I think that's that's the kind of important thing like I took away for it takes time and you know you'll be gutted if you're looking at the scales I'm glad I do this now you know I'm gutted if I've I've been really good and the scales don't move but then I shared like an excellent picture on my Instagram of my scale I went up a pound and I took two pictures, basically six weeks of difference. And the amount of inches I'd lost, like on my upper back. So your whole physique can change and your weight never does. And even that kind of blows your mind a wee bit when you're always wanting to hit a number. And yeah. that kind of took a lot of kind of learning that I, I might not have lost weight this week, but actually my waist has went down four inches. Yeah. And, you know, so it, it's, it's just patience. And just if you want it bad enough, you'll put the work in and, that, that that's kind of that that's how important that is to me like I've it has to be your focus do you know what I mean um I don't I don't think to succeed in something you know I have a very I suppose my job is very challenging it's very kind of high pressure yeah. to succeed in it you've got to put 100% in and sometimes you know where you get that other five percent or you know there, there was times when I was it, it was never healthy you were always going to kind of burn out but yeah. It's just I've got a good balance now where I love my work, you know, but I also have good time to train and I've got time when I can be bothered to meal prep and you know sort my food. That's my biggest challenge. Food, food's always been um, food's total comfort. <laughs> and it's quite interesting. You you know you mentioned a bad trainer there. Um, so that's so that's the kind of reason why I've started this podcast is because um, I believe that in the health and fitness industry, um, probably other industries as well, you probably get this, that people can be toxic um, to one another, um, that they try and, they they more or less see each other as competition, where we should see each other as business partners. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you know, I could say, okay, I'm no good at this. However, Charlene's good at this. I would highly recommend her. Go and use her services rather than using me because I don't have a lot of knowledge on this subject 
Um, I don't know why um, a lot of people see each other as competition and try and undercut each other. And, you know, um, and I think as well um, that I needed to, you know, working in the health and fitness industry, um, I needed another uh, view, another angle on health and fitness. So, but this has actually given me such a wide angle. It's unreal. Mm -hmm. and, and it's so important because like any field, anything's competitive if you like and, and my issue is like I do a lot I kind of speaking for younger students and stuff so see people coming through the LLB and that's that's highly competitive so you can have at any one point maybe 600 people going for one job so yeah. and it's exactly that Every, everybody's seen as being the enemy and it's you're not the enemy you're presenting something entirely different so what I offer is entirely different I'm an entirely different person to you and that's what I try to kind of try to say to the students, you know, like eventually things, we're in a competitive field anyway. The job is competitive just by the very nature of what we do. But for you, you know, that's it. Like nobody knows everything. And there's, there's nothing wrong with asking somebody for help. But you, what, what you kind of have to be mindful of is do your diligence. If you're going to hire a coach, right? Look at look at the kind of work they do. Look at the kind of clients they work with. Yeah. Because you want to see results now. Results for different people can mean different things, which is really important as well, because I'm my old before and after pictures, you can see clear as day. Like I looked like I was 50 year old in my old pictures, right? To no, and I've still I've still got a lot to kind of stuff to do to get to where I want to be, but clear as day, you can see I had an old coach that used one of my old before and after pictures, and I only worked with this guy for a couple of weeks. And I'm like, you have literally took credit for something that you'd need hand in. And and, and that's the thing, like maybe reach out to people that work with people. Um, it's a lot of money and you want to invest in somebody that you can work with, somebody that understands you as well as a person because it's you that's going through this. And ultimately, you know, if you want to kid yourself on or don't bother getting a coach because you're just wasting everybody's time. Like if you're going to pay the money and then light yourself, like one of my, one of my good pals, you know, she's mental and she's like, she goes to her Weight Watchers every week and what she does is she'll weigh in on the Thursday, whatever day it is, but she'll starve herself. She'll starve herself all week so that she can go weigh herself in on the Thursday and then get a takeaway on Thursday night. And like, ab, like she eats enough food to feed five people. And they hurt you and I'm not going to name you because, you know, <laughs> love you, but it's, you're just kidding yourself on, you know what I mean? And like, your efforts could be getting into something else that you actually enjoy and, you know, yeah. it, it's, Fitness should be something that you absolutely, like, it's not just a means to an end. Um, and, and that is for some people, I totally get that. But for me, it's 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 the happy time, you know, it's just, you can get in, get focused, and you come out feeling brilliant. Like, I don't know anybody that Disney, like, if, if you've had a good session, you actually come out feeling brilliant, like. No, you're, you come out energetic and buzzing. Mm -hmm. Aye, and it's just, it's like the happy pill, you know what I mean? It's, it's just. Ah, Definitely. And, you know, you mentioned you mentioned the uh, age there, right? Okay. So if you don't mind me asking, what age are you, Charlie? Uh -huh. 39. I literally yeah. just turned, I turned 39 last week, two weeks ago. <laughs> okay. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. So the question I always ask is, what age do you feel? Fitness age, what age do you feel? Oh, God. Um, older than 40, but that number is coming down. So, um, so that that's the my biggest thing was I didn't want to like I went into my thirties, you know, twenty odd stone. I'm not going into my forties, <clears throat> twenty odd stone. So yeah, that's that's my kind of I've got a year to just get myself under control and and that's it. Age is just a number. Like I I've never felt better mentally, you know, yeah. sharp as attack as as I've got older. Um, I think I look better as I've got older as well, but that could be you know you're happier you, you know the weights kind of come off so I don't feel so much pressure or I used to get this terrible redness kind of or and, yeah. and it's a common thing you see with people that are overweight and it's just it's the stress of the, the blood vessels and stuff so it's I would say you're only kind of as old as how you feel and all that jazz but no I, I feel I feel over 40 just now but the right. number's coming yeah. down so okay um and then you obviously we obviously touched on earlier mental health so do you believe that exercise is a benefit of mental health, you know, with gyms and group fitness? Um, 
it's a hard one, right? Because for all the reasons, for me, yes. Yeah. Right? Because I'm a very strong character. But a lassie who is struggling, or a, 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 you know, even not even a girl, sorry, I'm just saying as a female, because I, I am a female, but even a, a guy who's overweight, you walk into a gym and people start laughing at you. You know, nah, that, that, that can make somebody just walk right back out the door. And, nah, totally. Um, you know, so... I think, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I think walking through that door for the first time, because a lot of people, you know, I'll, um, myself, yourself, um, walking through the door for the first time, we're all self-conscious. Um, uh, you know, back in the day when uh, I wasn't really into fitness classes as well, going into a fitness class and you're unsure, you're, you're standing at the back and you're yeah. like, what's going on here? Aye, or taking up somebody's space that you don't even know that that's a rule. You know, you're just walking into an empty hall because I was always pedantic about being super early as well. So I was usually the first person in the hall and I'm like, how am I standing in your space, man? This is like an empty hall. And Aye. so it's find a, find an environment that you feel comfortable in. And I still tend to get, I still get this to the new, actually, you know, because I, I just, uh, I, I cover a lot of classes, you know, Aye. throughout the city, right? And then if, if you go into a class and it's no the normal instructor and I'm covering it and they're like, that, oh, such and such, no, here, who are you? Oh. You know. You know. See, <laughs> no. stuff like that just gives me the fear because I just think, you know, you're there covering, just enjoy it, enjoy the experience. Like, Aye, it, exactly. Um, does it matter who you are with love, you know, really? Ah. You're, you're going to you're going to work them hard. I would work them extra hard just for the cheap, to be honest. Aye, with you, that's um, why I'm not a fan. I'm there to service, you know. Aye, I know, and, and that's it. Like <clears throat> you're just trying to help, and you're getting attitude. And <laughs> so to, to go back to your question, yes, I think I think it's you kind of get away from the feel good factor, but for the exact same reason, it can equally be highly toxic. As no even no even as you as a trainer, but. Just as a person, a punter coming in to use the facilities, you know? Aye, um, because I'll, I'll use a prime example as that, you know, we, we use a booking system, right, within the gyms, right, for uh-huh. classes. And obviously we're opened up to new members and people, um, you know, people who have been going to the, the gym for so many years, getting frustrated because there's new members booking into the classes. That's a prime example. Aye, and and you're usual as well the whole January thing. So yeah. people bitching about people joining the gym, you're actually bitching about them for trying to change their life and change their yeah. message. You know, like, like, give them a break, man, and don't be a gym snob. Like, don't be, don't be that person. And, and that's the thing. Like, I would say anybody that's watching this, um, if if you're a bit tentative, like I train my cousins sometimes. Like, we have a laugh and like. One of them's getting quite confident, you know, one of them's not too confident. And I'm like, just, if, if anybody sees me in the gym and they're struggling with anything, like, this is the thing I also need to say as well. I'm not some, like, I have no gym qualifications at all, right? My One of my best pals used to be a, um, he's kind of retired because he's old, but he was a powerlifter in Team UK, right? So right. he trained me for years. So that's how I get into, like, lifting. And um, so the one thing I've retained through everything is good form and, you know, weight's just a number. Like, you'll see crazy people uh, loading weights that they're doing quarter squats and stuff, and you're thinking, you know, what is the point? But yeah. if anybody sees me in the gym and they're, like, coming, if you need help, like, I would totally say that, you know, come and ask. Or sometimes you don't want to approach people because you could get the, you could offend somebody as well by, like, do I look like I need help, you know, or that just... Yeah. I was one of these people that needed help, and I was really good that I had two good guys that literally just took me under their wing when I first started training and kind of got me into weights and weights is not for everybody I totally get that but where I lost my weight was weight training um so see your your six cardio your six swing class bunny the weight did come off absolutely once my whole physique changed was weight training and that literally changed my life and I know that sounds just totally ridiculous but my whole physique I just went through like a potato to actually having like an hourglass shape. That's what yeah. I ended up getting into. Um, so if anybody, you know, if they see me kicking about the gym, because I'm always there, you, like, um, you're tentative to go and ask if, if they need a bit of help or whatever. But it's because sometimes, you know, the gym's that busy as well that the people that work in the gym maybe don't always see if there's somebody struggling. And I just don't be scared to kind of speak up if you need help because 
I, I did, and it was like the best thing I ever did because I ended up getting, you know, working with two brilliant guys that I still train with and again. Um, and it, it can get into a really good culture, and that, that's why it is for me, gym's the absolute, it beats any tablet you'll ever get. And yeah, so you would probably say that's your your happy place, your I, escape from yep. everything. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, and it works, like, it works for me. Like, again, I, I can't speak you know, collectively for people, but it's, I'm no somebody that gets stressed out. I'm no, you know, the gym is where I start to get stressed or agitated as days when I've not been able to train. I'm, it's- I totally get that. You, you know what I mean by that? Like when you, yeah. you're having rest rest days and you're like, I could be in the gym, you know, just training. And, and you need oh, your rest, rest so important. Um, or, you know, obviously if you've been working all week and you're like, oh, I'm off the weekend, I'm going to have a long lie, and then you're like, you wake up early, and you're like, I'll just go to the gym. Uh, no, I never have a long lie, I am up literally at the crack of dawn every day, it's just like in the brain, but. Okay, so, um, you say, so you say crack of dawn, so what, what time's that at? Well, my alarm's generally set for the back of five, but right. as long as, I, it's no crazy mental, like I like my sleep, like I, I sleep, um, I'm in my bed for like 10 o'clock, so people, I'm right, totally okay. lightweight, so. Aye. <laughs> it's um so no and it's early enough that it's still pretty quiet there's yeah i think the i think this i'm i'm an early riser um just because of my job because i started quarter to six so i'll oh, be earlier than me then i feel dues so <clears throat> i'll be i'll be up maybe quarter past four twenty past four so um, you win uh-huh. long, long days you know um, but I, I do a shift pattern, so it's not always like that. So, oh. um, but yeah, I, I love um, sunrises. I love um, you know uh, going out an early morning cycle if I can at the back of four. If I can, <laughs> uh, aye. So, yeah, you. Yeah. Um, so I think the the, the thing it's um, appealing to me now is the twenty four hour gyms. Yes. Um, I think that's my next go-to um, mm-hmm. because with my job, starting at quarter to six, my mindset is that I finish at two, I've get, I have might have some clients in the afternoon, the evening, I'm not like, all right, trying to get in the mindset to train after being up so early. Mm-hmm. So if I, can, yeah. if I can do it before my shift, fantastic. Um, so let's talk about Charlene's bad habits within... Oh my god! Within the gym. Um, let me think. Well, I, I suppose right. You're you're going to laugh, right? Because again, I, I it's not that I get annoyed as such, but I just think some people, as much as I'll go in and try and focus, people who don't put their weights away, right? Okay, so right. so let's. Okay, so that's that's the next question, right? So bad right. habits. So so. If I could say to you, within within your full life, what's your bad habits then? Oh my god, eating food. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Like, it's um no, I don't mean I don't mean that. Uh, I'm obsessive, right? So that's but again, I would argue that that's a good thing in certain circumstances. But it's food's a very easy mechanism. If I've had a bad day or you know just reach for something and you know, putting on as much weight as I did, I was a binge eater, clearly, so I could literally tan a buffet and be like, I can go back for seconds, you know, and that discipline, it just, I suppose, like, I talk too much as well, clearly, because this is probably going on for, like, hours. Um, (laughs) It's all good. Uh, I guess, I suppose, bad habit, I'm probably, I'm very much a first impressions person, so I probably find it quite challenging to kind of get away from once you've kind of had the first impression and it's kind of maybe went a bit peat tong, yeah. you know, um, that I find it probably quite challenging to be able to get back for that. And I know people can have bad days and I, and I get that, but it's, I'm just, I'm probably like, I'm a control freak as well. I'm an absolute control freak. Um, and the food element is the thing that I can control, as stupid as that sounds, because I'm controlling eating it. Which, so having to kind of, put in barriers to kind of limit that is is a really bad habit um 
Okay. I know it's it's a good question because it's actually to try to kind of focus. Anybody that knows me will probably have loads of other answers to this question, but <laughs> this is the ones I can think of. Um, as soon as this is released, people will be texting you with your. On you, you see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you 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 were going to go on a wee rant about uh, your pet hates, right? So pet hates within the health and fitness industry. Oh, people who don't put their weights back. Okay. Right. So, like, it, you know, if you're going to use it, it's just be mindful. Other people, yeah. um, as well. Like, everybody's we're trying to be super clean just now, and you know, clean up after yourself. It's just, it's kind of everything's just virus, you know. So, yeah, you, you still see it. You still see people you no know, wiping down. And I am bold enough to say you've no cleaned your machine. Like, and I get some people wouldn't do that, and they think I'm a cheeky bitch. But we get, we tend to get that quite a lot. Um, School kids, um, 12-year-olds oh. to 16-year-olds, um, right. um, just hanging about in their wee cliques after Aye. school. Um, and even though they're, they're just messing about with their pals, but they're just no one to clean things, Aye. I think it's trying to get them into habits. And it's just other people have got to use it, do you know what I mean? And especially being so conscious nowadays, just we, yeah. you don't know what people have got with love, but it's... Um, I think bad habits as well, like see people kind of chatting at machines and stuff or just, again, when you're trying to be efficient and train efficiently, I superset a lot of stuff as well just to just to kind of condense yeah. how long I need to spend in the gym. And, and you have people sitting, like I was in the gym this morning, for example, right? It was a quick 45 minutes, but quite kind of condensed what I was doing. This one guy just sat in the rack, literally 40 uh, the whole time I was in the gym, basically, so I don't know how long he'd been there previous. Or yeah, he didn't. Every time you look at him, he's just sitting on his phone, and I'm just like, you know. And it was really busy, actually. It was bizarrely busy at lunchtime today, which I, I'm usually working, so I, I was off ah, right, okay. this morning, so I'd, I'd nipped in. But just stuff like that, you know, like just be mindful. People are trying to use the machines, and don't yeah. just sit there kind of all day and Scroll- not look like you're doing anything. Scrolling on social media. Uh huh. Because I will yeah. come and say to you, get off the machine. <laughs> I need to use it. So <laughs> shift uh, it. <laughs> eat it. Okay. So within the gym, um, what's your favourite exercise, Charlene? Oh, without a doubt, deadlift. Deadlift. Okay. Deadlift. And then um, if you are training with somebody, um, and you know, if a coach are going to a class, what would be the worst exercise for you to receive? A hip thruster. Hip thruster. Yep. Okay. Um, so, and then, then if you're in the gym, um, do you listen to music at all? I do. Right. Okay. So, so what's what's your jam? What's what gets you motivated? Right. So depending on what mood I'm in, if it's if I'm deadlifting, it has to be something like um, Metallica or you know, see like Smashing Pumpkins, something quite. Like, it's just it's just noise do you know what yeah. I mean like um, 90% of the time though if it's no deadlifting see like Ibiza Transit a total classic people who know my age and stuff bonkers you know okay. club music so doing in a club just that kind of like house quite mental house music just yeah. something that just kind of and I always I've got like I've got my Beats headphones because I think I, I, I would I, I've got the what's the Apple the AirPod things but I just like to feel like the bass kind of pulsating through you, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that's people who train without music, fair play to you, but you're clearly a psychopath because <laughs> no, no, okay. need to have music. And then say you've you've went to the gym first thing in the morning, your playlist is mucked up, you're, oh. and it puts the worst type of music on. What would that be that really demotivates right. you, wants you to run out the door? Country and western. Because what is the point? <laughs> right. If I mean, it's just a combination that shouldn't... Country and Western music's like, with love, go and throw yourself off a bridge music, right? There's <laughs> never any happiness. There's never any anything that's like... So why you would pair that with quite an intense... Or even, even if you're just in cardio or whatever, you know, it's... No, yeah. Country and Western <laughs> is the devil. Or folk music <laughs> as well. Folk music's right up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then if we can talk about your best memory of your fitness journey so far, what would that be? Stand, like literally getting into a shop. Uh, well, no. So 
I, I benched 70 odd kilo, which was quite a feat when I was really kind of dinky. Um, yeah. My deadlift, I, I know it's really sad, it's like weights, but it was just, they're not actually good to you for people that compete and all that, but again, your, your weights are kind of just to yourself. So, but getting, hitting the number, like one thing, any, everybody will tell you this, you know, no having access to proper weights during, like my deadlift's pathetic just now, and that's what I'm kind of chasing um, to get back up to a decent weight. But um, that hitting my good deadlift weight, but also equally getting down to a size where I could go into Topshop literally and buy, buying clothes off a rack somebody that was my size was like a magical yeah. mystery um and being able to know you can walk into a shop and actually fit in you don't need to try it on it was just going to fit you um yeah. the feeling of that just being able to wear clothes because you just don't feel very girly when you're massive as well because you've got to back then you used to have to just kind of wear man's clothes you know it was it was it was so destroying as it was anyway but you had to look shit kind of into the bargain so Okay, and then if I could ask you, what's the best compliment you've received so far? That I look probably 20 years younger. Yeah. And We're losing weight. And people always, one, one person actually asked, on my Instagram, I've got a before and after picture, and one person asked me, was the before me my mum? Next right. to the, the, the me, me, no. And I'm just like, that. so I look like a 60-year-old mom as well, you know, just to add to the bargain. <laughs> so, so I, that's, that was fun. Okay, um, fantastic, uh, Charlene. And who's been inspirational for yourself throughout your journey? This is going to sound crazy, right? But I know you're supposed to say some female, Arnie, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold, like, Arnie. I started training, when I first started training weights, I tried to do his programme, which was one of the funniest things ever, because the guy is a beast. Not just that, it's like his whole mindset watching his kind of videos you know reading his books reading his the guy is I mean people can say what they want about him that he's a mental actor but he's disciplined to achieve like he is superb everything he ever did um and when I started kind of getting into fitness and it wasn't about the biggest weight loss it wasn't about it was how he challenged himself in the gym and how he trained over and above everybody else to get you know um especially with the challenges he had when he started so I know that sounds really mad that Arnie's like my fitness hero, but the guy's a legend and quite rightly so because, you know, he did what still other people can never achieve. Um, mm. So uh, it's, it's, a, it's a sad thing for a lot to say, but it would have to be Arnie. Nah, good. Um, and if you could um, achieve one thing in the next year within your own journey, your fitness journey, what would that be? Getting back to my original, so dropping the weight for me back to when I lost the full 10 stone. So getting back down to kind of 220 would be, no, it no, will be the goal, is the goal, because yeah. it, it, it will happen. Um, so I, that, that would be my kind of big thing. Um, okay. And to stay healthy and stuff, you know, that's, especially in this kind of crazy time, like, oh, definitely take with... your health for granted. Um, no, exactly, because you don't know what's around the corner. No. Um, okay, I'm going to give you some quick fire questions now. Oh. <laughs> okay, cardio or weights, I probably know the answer. To weights this. every day. Okay, CrossFit, yes or no? Yes. Oh, hi, inspiration, Matt Fraser. Tia, 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 Plume, you know, that she's, I, I do like watching CrossFit, I think they're mental, but I can't do a pull-up, so that's what I'm going to say, but CrossFit, I, I get it, I get why people do it. Yeah, okay. Uh, burpees, yes or no? No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, and I think I, I think I know the answer <laughs> for the next one already. Anyway, um, chatting to you for the last hour. Um, squ squat or deadlift? Deadlift, baby. Deadlift. <laughs> okay, and then what advice would you give to anyone starting their journey for the first time? The first day is the hardest. Once you get past that, like it, it, it's give it, it as cheesy as it sounds. Keep time. Anything brilliant takes time. You know, anything worth achieving takes time. Anybody that overachieves in a couple of minutes, you know, it, it's a short-lived victory because for something substantial, like, you know, whatever your goal is, um, it won't happen overnight. And anybody that tells you differently, they're mis-selling it to you. So give it time and your first day will always be starting. It's always the hardest. Um, 
Yeah. That would be my that would be my absolute advice. No, fantastic, Charlene. Great, great advice there. Um, and before the roundup, so if somebody wanted to contact you online, just because obviously listening to your story, um, where could they find you on social media? Well, they'll find me on um, Instagram. So it is once you can put it up. It's like I'm a really big geeky Star Wars fan. No Star Wars. Um, my God, Transformers fan. So my, my, <laughs> I've got I've got two Instagrams. So one's like Soundwave, which anybody that likes Transformers will understand. And then the other one, um, I've just changed the name of it and it sounds really stupid, but I'm sure you can put it up when you put the video. Yeah, but, yeah, I'll, I'll um, stick it up. You can it. find me. Um, but people can contact me like if, if you have any questions or I'm happy to help because I went through it and I get it. Nah, fantastic, Charlene. And then before we round up, have you got any questions for myself? No, just um, I, ho- I hope it's useful to people. You know, that's that's the thing. And th- by all means, don't take what I'm saying. Is that that was my journey? You know, you've got so many people that you've got on your podcast that will have an entirely different experience. But um, it's losing a chunk of weight. I, I can competently talk about that at least. Yeah. So, if- no, it was it was fantastic to to hear your your journey because. Obviously, I only know you through social media, yeah. and, and then you know because you you take photographs as well. Am I right in saying that? I do. I I've got a photography, um, so that's kind of my other. Um, I'm always usually behind the camera, not so. Okay, so is, is, have you got a business doing that? Hey, that isn't actually my. That's just kind of a hobby. But I've, I've took like my, I've took yeah. my pals kind of wedding pictures and stuff. I've got stupid amounts of cameras like all the crap that you would see if my background wasn't glared out is all cameras so it's um anybody that sees my instagram will see all the pictures like i've just been yeah. bombarded of holiday pictures and stuff so nah, it's, um, it's like no it's a good hobby it's i don't have the time to like to turn that into a business as nah, as a monster nah. in itself and no nah, definitely it's... and um i'll ask you one more question before ah. <laughs> Um, so would you say um, taking pictures is therapeutic for yourself? Yes. Um, yeah. It's being able to kind of capture things. It's That's the thing. Pay attention to the detail. Fitness yeah. is very much detailed. Like when you actually get into the mechanics, and it always, everything can revert back to fitness. But photography, um, having a good eye and just, this is one of the pictures I took myself behind this is New York. If anybody recognises the skyline, um, it's, being able to kind of manipulate colours and stuff and it's there, there's beauty in everything if you just know where to look and I know that sounds dead cheesy but behind a camera a camera captures so much that you know you yeah. can see you're going through a weight loss journey and you think you look crap but look at two pictures side by side and you'll see the, the, the subtle differences you know that's yeah. the thing um so I know photography is good fun if it's an expensive habit you know you the iPhone's excellent, actually. So anybody that wants to get into it, you can use your phone quite competently. But yeah, I'm a, I'm kind of old school and have got loads of cameras. But ah uh, well, I'm um, I'm old school. I'm I'm Samsung. I've never had an iPhone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're you're on that camp. Um, you know, but no, Apple um, all the way. <laughs> um, but no, it's been fantastic, Charlene. Uh, thanks for your time. No, thank you, thank you for having me. Um, Cheers. Cheers. See you later.